The episode of tomorrow, today, <laughs> is brought to you by TerribleOrigami.com. Put in the OMG in origami. Home of the Million Dollar Frog. The Brown Bag Fist. And but, the other ones. But really, TerribleOrigami.com. Good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Totes Recall, the podcast where we talk about a movie we don't remember super well, then we watch it and eat pizza. And you to, why are you telling me that part? <laughs> it's important. It's important. They need to visualize <laughs> okay. the watching. That's true. So in the middle, in the break part, we're eating pizza. Yeah. yeah. If you want the full experience, yeah. you eat some pizza. Eat some pizza. For sure. And for a donation of $50, you can know what pizza we order. And then in the second half, we talk about what we learned. Eight. Oh. And ate and <laughs> did remember and didn't remember. Yeah. My name is Dan. I'm Molly. I'm also Dan. I'm Beth. And our movie is The Matrix. <coughs> Matrix. The Matrix. The Matrix. The Matrix. It's The Matrix. Yes. The, the first one. The first one. Not, not in the title. That part's not in the title. <laughs> the Matrix. Colin. The first <laughs> one. I might as well. Yeah. That would have been very, like, Star Wars-y, where it's, you know, episode four, except they just... Very deliberately said, like, we're making more of these. This is the first yeah. one. Well, some franchises set up with, like, this is going to be a trilogy. Right. I don't believe The Matrix, the first one, was like that. Well, it would explain why the second and third one were so terrible. They were less good. Can I? My favorite review <laughs> of a movie ever was walking out of The Matrix to yep. the second one. The re- Revolution? Revolution? Re- Reloaded. 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 Or is it three? No, I think you got revolution. it. Reloaded sounds right. Reloaded. Because yep. you reload and then you have a revolution. Because they get yep. reloaded then... into the Matrix. Oh. And then... Oh, it's like a double it's meaning. A double yeah. meaning. Got it. And as we're walking out of the theater, my friend turns to me and says, All those machines. Those machines. They just kept going every time I woke up. More <laughs> machines. <laughs> uh, 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 nice. And, Indeed. Yep. But the first one... Yep. I think is great. I guess we'll find we'll out. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. I almost certainly saw this movie in the theaters. Like late high school? Maybe early college? I feel like you say that in a way that we should guess. Yeah. I'm going to say early college. Me too. I'm going to say, er, well, how old was I? I'm going to say early college because you're slightly older than me. And I saw this in mid to late high school. Sure. I know I saw the second or maybe third one <laughs> in <laughs> Turkey, where I studied abroad, NBD. Oh. Uh, so you figure sequels come out like two years later? Mm-hmm. That was my junior year of college. So maybe this was a freshman year college. You want to make that a Jaquette Jaquet. bet? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what year would that be? 2001. Okay. I'm going to say in 2001 on this. That feels right. A movie for a new century. That's <laughs> not the tagline. Right. I'm going to say this happened. I'm going to say this movie happened. Well, when was I? What years were I in high school? Okay. 
I'm going to say this movie happened right before we switched centuries. Because oh. I feel like... Y2K was big? Well, that. Oh. But also, like, I feel like maybe it wouldn't have been parodied so heavily if it came out right before 9-11 happened. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if it came out and then two months later, 9-11 happened, there might not have been two years of like, and now people are getting shot all the time in crazy floaty kooky times. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. So your guess is 99? I'm going to say 99. Like 99. Uh, I'm going to say 99. M- Molly's bet. I'm... That was my bet. Mm. You I'm going to say the same thing. 2000. Oh, splitting it. Because... Full spread. <laughs> you got a full spread. <laughs> I was for sure in junior high when I saw the movie. I didn't see it in theaters, but all my friends did, and then I waited for a year to see it. Why did you wait? Um, I just didn't have anyone. I like felt like I was putting my parents out to like ask them to bring me to the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what parents are for? Right, taking to movies. Yeah, that's why. That's why people have children. Is like I really want to drive people around for eighteen yeah. years. Yeah. Was it like you were worried that your dad was going to be like, "Look at that lady and all the pleather," and like make some weird comments Jeez, to you? No. Did that happen oh. to you? No. Oh. <laughs> no. One of those movies. Oh <laughs> man. It's not a. Not a Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. or The Medicine Man, which Please. is another one. My dad. Handsome woman. Or Jackie Brown. Oh, I'm flashing back to watching Top Gun with my dad in movie theaters. Ooh. And it was, I mean, there are a lot of spicy scenes in that Between movie. Between dudes. Well, there's the volleyball scene, and then there's also the sex scene in Silhouette to Take My Breath Away yeah. with Kelly McGillis. Uh, which, fun fact, they had to add later... Because, because she was in um, that other movie with Harrison Ford, yeah. where she played an Amish woman, and her hair yeah. color changed. Yeah. But also, the audience were like, "Where's? There's no romance. There's no heterosexual <laughs> romance in this movie," and they had to scramble and add that scene. Oh, interesting. Yeah, right. <laughs> At any rate, sitting next to my dad during that was like the most mortifying experience of my life. At that age, yeah, I can see that. It I, was terrible. I don't remember this movie being. Overly sexual. No, it's the not. second this, one is not overly sexual. But there but is sexuality sexual. at all. Yeah. yeah, but there is literally a woman who is placed as a sexual object in one of the. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's maybe. But there's not like, no one is motivated by sex in the first Matrix movie. Uh, well, one person has some rejection issues that are related to Trinity. <laughs> sure. I don't remember this movie. I don't either. <laughs> Oh, uh, you're talking about the one dude... No, the Joe Palatino. Hey, I'm a... Oh, I'm a, I'm a sassy hacker. I'm <laughs> <laughs> from Jersey, maybe. Yeah, that guy? It's, yeah. Who I feel like everybody? he... I feel like his lust was more for uh, meat. Oh. Not of the human variety. <laughs> he has that whole monologue about like, oh, I know the steak is fake. But I don't care. It's still great. My brain still thinks it's delicious. Yeah. I don't remember him saying, like, he's, I know this prostitute is fake, but I don't care. <laughs> I know it's fake, but I think it's great. It's me, Joey P. Joey P. Wee, 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 wee. He, but he didn't, I mean, they it's all have, like, crazy hacker names, you know. Yeah, like, he was no like, one is like, hey, I'm Joey. He's like, Hi, dog. Neo, I'm Joey. Like, they all have, like, crazy, like, uh, objects. Like, they're do, all named after, like, weird objects. Do or... we remember their names? No. Yeah. Well, uh, some of them. Okay. Neo. Yeah, there Neo was Rabbit. Is... Or Bunny. Mouse. Mouse. Yeah. Yeah. So do tank. Tank. A tank. That might be in the <laughs> second one. Put it right down. Neo. <laughs> but yeah, Neo. Trinity is the woman, for the sure. The woman. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Um, I can't think uh, of the actress's take. name. I don't really Pretty know. Pretty sure she's not going to pass the Bechdel oh, test. Oh, not no at way. all. Well, wait, in... no, is the Oracle in this one? Yes. She's, but did she ever talk to... She does talk to a lady. And Ooh. does her name count as the Oracle? No. Does she have another name? That might be the only name. She is the Oracle. She is a program. Spoilers from the second or third movie. Okay. She has no name. But in this... Nor is she a woman. Movie, you can have female programs. Sure. I still that counts as a woman in terms of these I would say she's a female identified program. (laughs) What woman does she talk to, though? I don't think she talks to Well, I feel like there's somebody on their way out as he's going in before he sits down with a kid with a spoon. There is no spoon. But that person's not going to have a name. Yeah, there's no way she's going to be like, all right, Dolores, I'll see you next week. <laughs> she calls everybody sweetie. Yeah. Um, There's no way. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say hard no. Okay. On the Bechdel test. Oh, yeah. jumping straight to it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I, that's fine. We're all over the place. As soon as we started talking about watching Top Gun with our dad, <laughs> I like completely lost the thread of this episode. I think we're all in agreement. It's no. Um, yeah. Okay, so this movie, as I remember it, yeah. is, about, is about Neo... Who is a computer programmer? Yes. Yeah. And he's like kind of living a weird life. Right? Double life. Is Double he life. Even, does yeah. he even work on computers in his day job? He's got some shitty office job yeah. that's not defined well. He's like an office drone, pun intended. Ah. Yeah. Uh, but by night, he's, he's like a, a hacker. sexy hacker. Super sexy. Is, yeah. yeah. And then he, for some reason, goes to a nightclub. Yep. Because he gets a lot of message. He gets gets secret hacker messages. Okay. Here's how it goes. We have an opening scene where... Uh, guys, I told you I remember this movie too well. Oh. Well, then maybe let's hear what Beth thinks it <laughs> oh, is. Oh, yeah. Don't ruin it now. Because, you know, we're all going to watch it. Sure. <laughs> okay, you go, go Beth. Go. Okay. You are correct. Then that's where he meets Morpheus? Let's go with that. Just okay. keep going. <laughs> he says, you seem like a great fellow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, keep going. You know, you... You know what's up. Would you like this red pill or this blue pill? And then he takes the red pill. I don't remember what pill. But he then he wakes up in a, in a bathtub full of goo. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then from there he finds out what the Matrix is. Yes. As do we. Uh-huh. We all, we all find we out. We all find out together. <laughs> in 2000, 1999, whatever year, everyone's mind is blown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they... Have to they go back into the matrix? Yep. And try to fight Mr. Smith, who is like, I don't remember who he is. He's or... also the Elf King. Yes. Pre, this is pre Elf King. Uh, then that's all I remember. Cool. I think There's something good. with like weird, like they look like squid, squid yeah. monsters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's pretty good. That is actually pretty good. Yeah. Okay. That's plenty of detail. <laughs> well, we're done. <laughs> all right. Well, but, all right. But what what happens? <laughs> well, there's a bunch of uh, sweet sweet kung fu. Kung fu. Yeah, lots of oh. training, download training. Yeah. yeah, I remember that because I always want that, especially when right? I have that blew my mind. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like. Uh, what is it? Oh, I know. He says, I know Kung Fu, yeah. which is now a line that we make fun of him for. Right. But that's sweet. And then there's the other scene where they need to get away in a helicopter. Yes. And he's like, do you know how to fly this thing to Trinity? Oh, yeah. And, and like she, her eyeballs get all computery. And yeah, she's, she's like, like I, I do now. Yeah. 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 yeah.
Yeah. <laughs> There's a guitar oh, riff. that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or a Prodigy song. Probably. More yeah. than likely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can we name the soundtrack? It's a lot of Prodigy. <laughs> yeah. It's a, or a Prodigy adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a big budget movie. They could probably afford oh, Prodigy. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this movie, I rem- like, I saw this when it came out because I was a, you know, target demographic. Red-blooded man. Yeah, I was a target demographic under 20 male who had grown up on Star Wars and comic books. So this movie was basically called Give Us Your Money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one. Yeah. The, <laughs> right. Give Us Your Money, call the first one. And this one, I feel like, I don't know, Like I feel like at least for people my age, this movie, the first one, at least. Like, this, the next two get so bogged down in their own, up their own asshole. But, like, the first one, just in terms of, like, the experience of it, I feel like it was very much, like, our Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Not, like, in necessarily in its cultural impact. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's, like, everything is a Matrix reference, though that certainly happened for a good four years after it. But in terms of just, like, the magic of filmmaking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know it was I mean? a, a real milestone. It was yeah. the first movie to do that... Uh, like a billion cameras yes. taking a picture at once so they could do mm-hmm. a slow motion pan around. Like yeah. when he oh, gets yeah. shot at and he's and learning how to be the Neo, right. the one, he does like his backwards wave his hand move. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And the, you <laughs> see the really bullet good. go through. It's like cutting the air. Right. Mm-hmm. It blew me away. Yeah, well, like, and yeah. even just all of the, uh, all of the effects in this movie were like completely cutting edge for the time. Yeah. Like, anything that happened in that environment was, like, mind-blowing. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, they just... Like, now it's, you know, we live in James Cameron's blue-screen cube, <laughs> post-blue-screen-cube world. So yeah. now I, I'll actually be curious to see if I'm just... Like, if you, now it's sort of like, oh, yeah, good for them. But it's... You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if the spectacle will have worn off. Yeah. I think it's going to hold up. I think it's going to be awesome. This movie's awesome, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of, though. I'm worried that, like, now that it's been... Like, now that we're so far removed from its the spectacle of it, in terms of, like, how far we've advanced in special effects, yeah. and also in how egregiously, like, referenced it was by the rest of pop culture mm. for the rest of my youth. It's going to be destroyed. Yeah, I wonder if I'll, it'll have just been ruined by the passage of time. That'd be super sad. It would be sad, because I loved this movie when I, when I first came out. When is, when's the last time that you saw it, you think? <laughs> Good question. Because I know I've seen this movie more than once. Oh, I totally... Yeah, I owned it on VHS. No big deal. <laughs> uh, there was a special... This was like... Since it was the turn of the century, it was a VHS that did have some special features at oh. the end. Because that was a thing now. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't an... Ex- you didn't get, like, a, its own tape. <laughs> but it was just, VHS. like, at the end, after the credits, there was, like, a bonus making of... Whatever. Uh, but I saw it... Yeah, I definitely watched it. That's, I'm sure we watched it in college at some point, because what else were we doing? Yeah, that's all you do in college. I <laughs> own this movie on DVD, and this was one of the first DVDs I bought when I joined the Columbia DVD club. Oh, yeah. After spending a really long time crunching numbers on whether or not this was actually a real deal or not. Because right. you got 10 DVDs for a penny, and then you only had to get one DVD a month for X number of months, and there was like a fee... And I did a lot of math, and it turned out, like, if you canceled as soon as you could, <laughs> you were paying about 10 bucks a DVD, mm-hmm. which was a good deal then. Yeah. Now it's like, who the fuck cares? <laughs> DVDs are like a nickel, and then you, you don't even want them. Uh, but back, back in 2001, right. who knows? 
that was a good deal. Ten bucks for a yeah. premium yeah. DVD. Premium DVD. Yeah. I've watched this at least one or two times since on TV. Uh-huh. And there was one where they had sort of the DVD extras in the lower third of the screen. To the whole of, time? Uh, when things were applicable or interesting. Oh, sure. It was like a and pop-up video? It wasn't that cool. No. Oh. It was like, I don't know, it was maybe a... A non-prime cable channel. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, yes. It was like okay. TV? Oh, maybe. That seems about right. Yeah, that seems very but right. But the fact that uh, stuck out to me is that moment where uh, Neo comes out of the goo. Yep. Um, they did not think to temperature control that goo. And so the extra, uh, who or the body double, who actually came out of the goo, almost died of hypothermia during the filming. Um because I hadn't considered that small thing. And I think the thing that really struck me about that was, one, oh, that's terrible. And two, it had never occurred to me that he would have a body double. And in hindsight, I just felt so naive. Hindsight. Thinking. I don't get it. Because you see it's hind. Oh, oh. come on. <laughs> but <laughs> Do you see his butt? Uh, yes. Oh. In that scene, I'm. Uh, Wait, Molly's bet. Molly's bet. Yes, I believe you see the body, ex- body doubles, but but for the magic of cinema, like... we'll call it Keanu Reeves' butt. And I think his skin actually looks kind of blue. Oh, oh well, not he's just lighting. like never got exposed to light. No, I no, mean because she's the saying double yeah. is really cold. Oh, sure. She's saying reality was seeping into that scene. Oh, okay. And I feel like okay. I feel like I would remember if there was a butt in it, because I saw it in junior high. <laughs> 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 but we will see. It so might be a quick flash when he gets flushed down the future toilet. Yeah. There's a future toilet? Well, like, that's just, like, <laughs> when he gets, like, rejected from the Matrix or whatever, like, they're like, oh, never mind, they just, like, flush him. Yeah. Oh, this oh. one, because whenever one of them wakes up, they just get flushed into the sewer and yeah. the body dies. Because apparently, the machines are... Uh, a very successful, like, Fortune 500 company, and they're like, oh, it's more cost-effective to just dispose of them rather than go to all the effort of reattaching them to their tubes yeah. and, like, I don't know, put it, giving them sedatives <laughs> so that they fall asleep or right. whatever. And giving them new memories or whatever. Or something. Do we get, like, any answers in this movie about what what the Matrix is. Oh, yes. We get a very well-enunciated monologue from Larry Fishburne on what the Matrix is. <laughs> yeah. And then again, from Agent Smith to Larry Fishburne, as he's, like, wiping sweat off his brow yeah. about how it was designed. Right. Oh. It's the virtual world to keep the humans' brains... Going. Going. Or something. Which I don't know why they have to do, why they can't just sedate them. Because... Uh, because they died? What, like, they, if they didn't have an imaginary life and all those fake memories and stuff, then they... Oh, their body wouldn't last as long? But then they tried to make them happy and live in, like, a real, like a, a utopian kind of environment, yeah. but the humans rejected it. Yeah. Because it's too nice. Yeah. Because it was like, take that... And what, why do they need to control the humans? Uh, well, that's where their food. energy comes from. And they don't need to control them. <laughs> they just have chosen to, as okay. a... Uh, advanced AI community, they decided that we as a species were more valuable as just uh, crop yeah. than to share the planet with. They harvest the heat from our bodies okay. to power everything. everything. Right? So, yeah. in this world, what do, Okay. <laughs> what does, what does the, the non-matrix world look like? Shit. Crap. But is it, was it like, like Earth? It is Earth. It, it was is Earth. Earth. Yeah. We, the robots have taken over. Correct. And have created a faux Earth. 
called the Matrix, yeah. right. where the humans' brains are focused. It's on. a virtual reality. Yes, it's not real. It is basically ah. the internet, which is why you okay. can do kung fu, yeah. and jump Got across it. buildings and dodge bullets in three sixty degrees. Because the spoon yeah. is not real. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was uh, like th- because it was as when it came because it came out when it did. Like it was sort of like. I think it was cool for people my age, and also, like, it did as well as it did, because people, like, 15 to 20 years older than me were, like, a lot of them were finally confronted with, like, what was actually happening to our culture, <laughs> technologically speaking, because this movie basically, like, crams the concepts of AI networking <laughs> and virtual reality down your throat. Yeah, But I think it also appeals to that part of the fantasy world, right, where... You know, I, uh, you know, you're in your car and you're 23, and it occurs to you that there's never going to be a door in the back of your closet. There's never going to be right. a magical world yes. that you're going to slip into right. and be the hero of. And I think the Matrix presented a possibility of that happening. Yeah, and like a new cool version, where a like you cool could take version. drugs, you can wear and... Ray Bans, yeah. really cool jacket, and Leather dodge dusters. bullets. Yeah. and there's this really cool lady. Yeah. And everything's gonna be okay. You, this this cube world is not real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've never thought about this. It's like a future Narnia. It's totally a future Narnia. <laughs> it's like a hey, yeah. It's basically like some kid who had to re, who read Narnia, but then his parents made him read C.S. Lewis's *Mere Christianity* soon after, and then was rejecting the entire franchise. Was given this gift of like a more like leather-wrapped, nihilistic version <laughs> of Narnia, where you knew you could do kung fu on the internet. Yeah. And, uh, reading a lot of William Gibson novels. Yeah, right. <clears throat> watching Bruce Lee movies. Right. That's who this movie's for. This was basically... Like, the reason I think this worked so well is because it was basically like, oh, let's take everything nerds enjoyed for the last, like, 10, 20 years... And just sort of like give them a new coat of paint and cram them all into one wait, movie. Wait, 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 wait. Because it was the Wazowski brothers? Wazowski? Wachowski? Yeah. Wachowski brothers. I felt like this was their first big movie, right? Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. feels like it's very honestly mined from their experiences and their desire to yes. make a very different movie. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Correct. But I'm saying that they were those nerds for the last 20 years. Ah. So they are taking so it's not everything like the, they've ever loved. The cynical studio. No, 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 no. I no, not at all. Like anything that might have come after it was probably that. Yeah. Like I don't remember if they were. Uh, like weird, almost Matrixes. Yeah, were there Matrix knockoffs? Well, there was that one movie that came out around the same time that I don't remember the name of. That some people are always like, it's like the Matrix but better because Whoa. it's got like a more interesting. No, <laughs> way before the Matrix. But there's some other movie that came out around the same time that was like, it's also a fake world. And it's like, oh, it's so much more. It's like less dumb and not trying as hard to be cool. But I feel like if you were to pitch the basic premise of like people are in like a big, dirty virtual reality world mm-hmm. and they don't know it, but then you said one of these movies has internet kung fu, I would say stop right there. <laughs> I'm gonna go with that one. I don't yeah. care how much more interesting this other one is. Yeah. So then, Dan, it sounds like you are planning on enjoying this movie more or less than the first time you saw it. I'm really worried I'm going to enjoy it less because mm. I feel like I'm so far removed from being a teenager. I'm I've continued to consume pop culture since this movie existed, 
And I'm just, I'm really curious to see if it, like, dates itself. Because, like, it definitely is, like, look how cool this is for its entire runtime. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if it's been enough time has passed where, like, none of it's cool. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, are we still going to enjoy watching people, like, flip around in sweet leather trench coats? Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. So, how many trench coats uh, do you think you (laughs) need? Out of five. Yes. Out of five trench coats. Oh, (laughs) God. I'm going to... I'm going to set my expectations low so that I'm hopefully pleasantly surprised. I'm going to say three trench coats. Awesome. Beth? I'm also going to give it three trench coats because I feel like I loved it so much when I was in junior high, and I just don't know how it could hold up, you know? Mm Because it's, I don't know, like you said, that stuff with the bullet and all that, like I've seen that now a million times in movies. It's okay, Dan. Oh, another thing is, like, I've just seen a lot more movies now and just thought more about, like, how they're structured. And I'm also worried that, like, all of the flaws people complain about in the script of the next two Mm -hmm. will have, like, seeds of those in the first one that weren't noticed when it first came out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because people always complain Mm -hmm. about... That's the thing people complain about the most about the other two movies is there's just, like, so much bullshit coming out of the characters' mouths. Well, nothing... Because they already told you what the Matrix is. There is no more story except for machines. Yeah. You know? There's like a god character at some point right. in two or three. Oh, I don't know. Oh, and a fight scene last 20 minutes that made me so angry. But right. that's a different awesome. movie. Well, that might be this movie. Too. <laughs> no. There's a lot of fighting. It's awesome. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I think this movie, I think I would enjoy this movie more. Really? Yeah. It's super optimistic. I'm going to give it four trench coats yep. and two pairs of Ray-Ban. <laughs> the sweet kind that Lawrence Fisher snaps on his nose? Yeah. 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 Which, those have a name. Yes. Like, armless glasses have a specific name. Yeah. And it's not double monocle, which it should be. There's I think, like a specific name for it. Well, I think those in particular, that specific design, I think actually was like, is named after this movie somehow. Oh, really? They're yeah. Morpheus? Morpheus. Or something. Maybe. Uh, and here's why I think I'm going to like it more. <laughs> Morpheus. Okay, go ahead. What? <laughs> ah, I. Oh, yeah. That's, I. How would they spell it? Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, I've been watching a lot of old kung fu movies and just love it. Oh, you're set then. So I think the kung fu is going to hold up and yeah. I'm right. not going to care that it's like a little hokey if it is, yeah. which I don't think it's going to be that hokey. Right. Uh, I think this movie is very philosophical. Like it's got a message. Like there's a message in oh, this yeah. movie. Uh, and I think I'm going to like it. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to feel like it's beaten over my head. Yeah, because it's not the second one. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, yeah, what if I'm going to be blow- I'm gonna be re-blown away? Who's going to be awesome? Yeah. The only reason I'm not going to be five trench coats is because the female characters are going to be... The character... Character, singular, yeah, please. It's going to be pretty atrocious. Yes. Um, her only motivation is that she is in love with Neo. Yeah. Uh and is that NC- true? Well, yeah. she wants to... Because she does have... At the end, she's like, wake oh. up. The Oracle told me that you're... Everything will be okay because I love you. Yeah. She, like, loses... No. She has, like, amazing agency at the beginning. It's like, holy shit, who's this crazy lady who's beating the shit out of everybody? Yeah. yeah. But she's then as the movie progresses, yeah, yeah. she sort of loses that and yeah. just sort of becomes, like, the damsel. Yeah. Well, sort of, because... Whatever. We can talk about it's it It's somewhat fluid. But that's... Yeah. I think it's going to be awesome. This movie's awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not quite as enthusiastic, uh, although I'm feeling like switching things up a little bit. So I'm going to give it 
two trench coats okay. because oh. I am concerned. I feel like I've seen this movie in whole or in part multiple times. Yeah. And I feel like the talking scenes are going to bore me. However, uh, I am encouraged that there's only one animal in it, a cat, and it is not harmed. Yeah. So I feel like that part is smooth sailing. Yeah, I feel like the yeah the the cat is probably like one of if maybe the only character gets off scot free in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Do you guys remember what color pill they take? Yeah. Uh, red pill. Red pill means flush. Red pill gets you flushed. Red, red pill gets you in the matrix. Because uh, Joe Paliapatapao says, why didn't I take the blue pill? Should we take uh, a request bet on what his actual name is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's definitely a P. It's definitely super Italian. Yes, yeah, it is. Pal, pa- not Palpatino. No. Nope. Palomino. Palomino. Is that yours? San Pellegrino. San Pellegrino. <laughs> Palatipatino. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, pa- uh, pas- no. Pasta. Pasta. No, I'm not. But it's close. It's something. I'm going to say, pat, mm, Patiliano Pat-tiliano. or something. Patiliano. I'm going to say Patrick. Patrick. Come on. <laughs> Hey, I'm Joey Patrick, flying my spaceship, or tunnel <laughs> ship, ground ship. Uh, steak is great. I wish I'd taken the other pill. Oh, oh I'll shoot you with an electricity gun. Hey. Hey, you, this Matrix, you heard about this? You know about this? <laughs> <laughs> you know about this Matrix thing? Uh, I probably should have been in the sequel, because I was an interesting character. <laughs> Does he die? I think he died. Oh, don't ruin it for bad. Oh, sorry, guys. Someone leave dies. Some magic. A lot of people die. Oh, really? Yes. I mean, a lot of phony agents die. Mm. No, because there's that one who goes, not like this. Not like this. <laughs> she dies. I'm sure her name is like Starfire or something. Another lady? Yeah, there's another lady, Matrix person. Starfire. person, though, right? Uh, Someone who's flushed. Oh, she's she has in the short ship. hair, and she's yeah. on the ship, and she has a relationship with Trunk or Truck Tank. 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 Tonk. <laughs> Tonk. Yeah, Trunk. she gets killed though. Oh, they not all like get, this. Guys, a lot of people die. <laughs> well, okay. who lives? Morpheus lives. Yep. Neo, Neo lives. Trinity. Trinity. Yep. Someone on the ship. A couple oh, people. Well, I don't want to give it away. Or his bro. Yeah, one of those. Oh, Tank has a twin bro. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm I remember a twin twins, bro. They're, they're not brothers. Matrix people. Oh, they're not. They're from the secret lands yeah. that we get Zion. to. Zion, which sounds cooler than it is. But we just missed not... a lot of this movie. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna have to come back to this. But... Okay. All right. So on that, we will now hit pause. We're gonna go watch the Matrix and eat pizza, and then we'll be right back. Um. 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 And we're back. We just saw uh, Matrix. <laughs> wow. The first one. I wanted to say we just saw Totes Recall, but that's no. the name of the podcast. That's podcast. Uh, we just saw The Matrix, which is a very long movie. Relatively. It yeah. is pretty long. Two hours and 16 minutes. Right. Which is actually, nowadays, pretty tight for a effects-heavy like action movie. That's true. Yeah, I yeah. yeah, I didn't feel like I didn't feel like it was too long. I was interested most of the time and I've seen the movie before. Yeah. Mm. That's all. I guess that's just how they made the movies in 1999. That's true. Yeah. That was my guess. Molly and Damlin nailed the yeah. 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 Which means this is a pre-college movie for me. Okay. Mm. Late high school 
Dan watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought this movie was great. I enjoyed it thoroughly. It's awesome. <laughs> Uh, the reason we know that is because periodically throughout the movie, Dan yeah, would go during the movie. During the movie, like this movie's ba. <laughs> or like you would you would start to like address something that was happening that we could also see on the screen. Yeah, and you'd be like, oh, this yeah, this part. And we'd be like, yeah, we were also watching. <laughs> guys, watch the movie that's happening right now. It's so good. Uh, the thing that was shocking to me rewatching this movie. Is there is so much plot in the opening thirty seconds of dialogue? You know, the first and yeah, probably that was a lot. multiple I, times. Yes. I looked up a really interesting fact. Oh, so uh, what's the name? Of, I can't pronounce the director's name. Wachowski. Wachowski. They uh, they went to Warner Brothers and pitched this movie, and they said we want sixty million dollars to work on this movie, and they were like, no. Mm-hmm. So they gave them $10 million, and they made the opening sequence, showed them that, and they gave them the rest of the money to make the movie. Oh, the oh. Carrie and Moss mm-hmm. beating of cops scene? Yep. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh. So that, yeah, that whole... Sorry, that whole you were sequence. talking about 30 seconds. Well, no, it's true, though, because that in those call. first 30 seconds, there's that phone call that you... The first time you watch the movie, and maybe even the first three times, you don't pay a lot of attention, <laughs> but it has everything in it. The uh, the the love triangle, yeah. the uh, betrayal that's coming. Joe the, Pasteroni's yeah. betrayal. Yeah. Okay, and I just want to say I thought that was the name of the character. No. So no. when they introduced him as Cipher in the movie, I was like, oh, you guys, that wasn't even close. You guys are so wrong. It's not <laughs> Joe Palomino. <laughs> I mean, which that would, would be, be a legit that hacker. Would name. be a, totally Joe Palomino would be not maybe not this kind of hacker name. Yeah. Like maybe like. When the, the internet first, like when the world first came into existence, yeah. like I could see Joe Bellamino being <laughs> the handle of like some dude in California, just like, oh, I'm just gonna try to access this yeah. university mainframe. <laughs> I love horses so much. I loved that. Even like I like how uh, even the people who weren't Matrix babies. You know what I mean? Like, who weren't, grew up in the Matrix, like, even the guys who were, like, non-holy and had oh, just sure. been From reproduced Zion. by humans. Yeah. Even they had, like, cool hacker names. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? Tank and Dozer. Tank and Dozer. But, like, that can't be, those can't be the real names, right? I don't know. Maybe well, Zion. Let me put it to you this way. Okay. Uh, are all those people in Zion, are they originally from... Like exported Matrix uh, people, yeah, maybe. Or were they remnants? Like, was there a point where there were no humans not in the Matrix, and then some people got freed? Right, they founded Zion. Right, or was Zion there from the beginning? I think Zion was there from the beginning. Okay, well that blows away my theory of it was populated by hackers. Right, but it was beginning. definitely well, it was definitely like super populated by hackers. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's like if there was like a. Like, if there was, like, a small colony, like, in the Americas, say, oh, okay. right? For example. So you've got that one group of, like, Puritans, you know, but then a bunch of other people started to show up, and they were like, hey, we're also going to have these names. I feel like this is too much thought for something that seems really obvious to me. Which is? If you found a city close to the Earth's core because it's warm, yeah. you want a cool name. Sure. sure. A construction-based <laughs> like, name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. that's the maybe that's mm. the code. It's like if you're like a regular flesh baby, yeah. You spend so much time in the real world 
that you have physical base names. Yeah. So you're like Dozer, Tank. Yeah. Like, ah. I pushed real rocks around with yeah. my muscles. Versus Cypher. Whereas, like, Cypher, Morpheus, these are all, like, information and literary figures. Oh. Oh. oh, and then I had the realization during the movie that, of course, Neo is one. Yes. Which I don't know why I never put that together I had never before. put it together. Really? No. Again, you guys didn't look at the internet at all for, like, the two okay. years after this movie came out? I would like to also add that the internet completely failed me. When I oh, tried yeah, to look did. up the information about the body stunt double in the goo, or the yeah. body double in the goo, I came up with a thousand search results that have nothing to do with <laughs> What was the best one? Double Canary? Double Canary. <laughs> so, uh, that might be all bullshit. What you're <laughs> I will well, give Molly, I saw it on TV. So. I'll give Molly credit that the goo looked lukewarm, at least. <laughs> yeah, but we were watching that scene, and it it's pretty close up work on Keanu or a body double and it feels like it wouldn't need to be a body double. Right. Right? But when you see his actual stunt double, you'll be like, oh my gosh, is that a stunt double or is that Keanu Reeves? Maybe it just looks so amazing. So you're telling me that Keanu Reeves was willing to strap himself into a, I assume, genital compressing harness to do sweet moves and was willing to have, like, Hugo Weaving manhandle him for hours at a time and let, like, dust of exploding columns just go all over his lungs and nasal membranes, but he refused to get into a bathtub <laughs> That's like where he full of corn line. syrup. Well, I think it's the uh, amount of clothes he is wearing. Sure. He probably didn't want to... You know, give away the Show goods for free. <laughs> Which, by the way, um, I think no butt in that scene. I think unclear no butt. butt. No butt. Beth there, saying no butt. There was no butt. If there was a butt in junior high, I would have been like, haha, butt. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a butt I tonight, I would have been like, haha, butt. Yeah. Right. There was like a claw thing yeah. that like went down over his body yeah. and it covered up. You could see like, you could see his bottom like, his body. area. Like, yeah, but it wasn't. It, it was a, tastefully done. Yes. It wasn't a full butt. Ah. If anything, this movie is tasteful. This movie is very tasteful. <laughs> right? Like the way they tastefully ripped those humans to shreds for 20 minutes in the lobby of that building. Yeah, we oh. were talking about that. This is a very uh, ends justify the means type of mentality. Like they are killing humans. Oh, a like, tons. Like yeah. a bunch of them. But both of them are. Yeah. Because like every time the agents possess somebody... And then they kill the agent. Yeah. That person well, is dead. yeah. I'm not surprised the agents don't care. Sure. Like, it's just a resource. Yes. You know? Like how we kill animals now. Right. Or plants. We get it. You're vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> I still order pepperoni pizza every time you monsters destroy pigs. Okay. Uh, pepperoni, though. Delicious. <clears throat> Joey Pepperoni. 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 Oh, yeah. Can we talk about Joey Pepperoni? Yeah. Or you you weren't finished. You were... uh, yeah, but the, like, resistance, as it were, the yeah. Matrix people, uh, who they don't have, like, a good term. I guess they're the resistance. Yeah. Right? I think so. They don't seem to care the much of Zion. about, yeah, about the lives of those that are still in the Matrix. Right. You know? Well, they kind of establish early on with, like, Neo before he takes the pill. Like, they established there are, like, aberrations in the population where, like, human beings just feel like something's wrong their yeah. whole life. 
So I guess maybe they figure like, well, there's no hope for these people because they're not weirdos. Yeah. Like they don't get, they don't have that little thing in their brain that makes them think like something's weird. So they could never be unplugged. But don't people always think there's something weird? Isn't that the fantasy that this taps into? Well, the fantasy of the like angsty teen named Dan Linden who loved this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, This taps into no one understands me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Why, like, why isn't my life working? Why don't girls want to date me? Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's because I'm special. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. because it's because the program that we live in says that I shouldn't have a girlfriend. Yeah, I'm too powerful and magical <laughs> to have a girlfriend. <laughs> that is like half of yeah. fantasy. Which, movies. yeah, I I did have a like another flashback of 18 year old Dan. Oh, good. Uh, the very end of the movie. Uh, the love of Trinity yes. saves Neo essentially. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. wakes him up, Sleeping Beauty style. Yeah, and it felt really tacked on to me when I first watched it, and it felt tacked on again now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels real rushed. Like, oh, we need a love story. We throw it in here, right? Yeah. Right here, and I think when I first watched it, as Dan, who did not have any girlfriends in yeah. high school, yeah, I was like, oh, this is dumb. Why right, do just let's just do kung fu instead. <laughs> Why didn't she just karate chop his heart so he <laughs> came back to life? Yeah, that'd be so sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah. But isn't the idea, though, that there has to be some human element? Yeah. And it happens, in this case, to be a romantic love? Right. I-, I can't believe I'm defending it. I was vocally not for it during the movie. But I think there is, and also I think they're really stretching the whole spiritual aspect of it. Yes. That it is the Holy Trinity that brings the one back from the dead. Yeah. yeah. I, should, I don't know why I have to say it in comic book voice, but you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It's very... jesus But it feels borrowed and tacked on. I would oh, say yeah. that whole spiritual element feels yeah. very oh. uh, not authentic to the story to me. Well, they did, but I mean, that's... I don't know. It's like There's so much deliberate symbolism in these movies. Oh, that. there's so many metaphors. Yeah. So many metaphors. But, like, even the names of things, like, I mean, every, I don't know. I used to know all this shit, because, like I said, I read the (laughs) internet the two years after this movie came out. But, like, the name of this ship, and the name, even Morpheus himself, his name, and all the other... God of Sleep. Yeah. Is that Morpheus? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nebuchadnezzar is a sleep-based thing, too, right? Probably. (laughs) I don't remember anymore. (laughs) Should we do Totes Recall, the stuff I read late at night when I didn't want to go to bed? Wikipedia hole? Yeah. Um, Something that I think Dan pointed out while we were watching this movie, after I decided that Trinity is the real hero of this movie, is that she's essentially the Hermione of this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She already knows everything. Yeah. She saves everyone's life. At least. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I think at some point she saves everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like every time she's... I don't know. Neo does all the cool stuff. Yeah. But, like, even after he, like, dodges a bullet, he's going to get blown away. And then she's like, dodge right. this. Wait, does that That's mean... Awesome. So is Joe Pepperoni the Ron <laughs> Weasley of the Matrix movies? Whoa. No. <laughs> he's like, if anything, he's uh, not Snape, that other kid. He's Draco? like a Draco, Draco. Malfoy. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, no. I don't know. I feel like this metaphor is stretched. <laughs> like, I feel like the comparison is stretched as far as it can, yeah. right? The point is that she is the most awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. doesn't get the credit. She no. doesn't get the cutest. She's two. Oh. Two one. Oh, he's one. She's two. Oh, she's yeah. the two? Kind of yeah. cute, I guess. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, because she's then put, <laughs> put as a second 
She's yeah. not. She's not like in the following films. Yes. Doesn't he save her a bunch then? Yeah, I think so. He like has to reach into her stomach to like pull out a. <gasps> Oh, uh, bullet or something like Maybe. that. Maybe. Oh, we should talk about that. Can we talk yeah. about the belly yes. button? Yes. Yes. Uh, we. I think. Uh, I don't know if I speak for Dan and Beth when I say that I was sad that there's no animal danger in this movie <laughs> to watch a classic Molly Chase reaction. Yeah. Recall mm-hmm. animal danger reaction. Yes. Yeah. However, trademark. Uh, <laughs> however, we learned something new about Molly, which is that uh, belly button uh, stuff stuff yeah. is. As disturbing yes. as a pistol in a calf mouth. Yes. <laughs> so when the little uh, Proby thing. robot <gasps> shrimp <laughs> that they stick inside Neo yeah. uh, yeah. to track him goes into his belly button, Molly, do you want to talk a little bit about your... just your experience with that? It's just horrifying. You had to hide your I entire had... face. Yeah, it you was... like curled up. Horrible. I think I have a very sensitive belly button and it's a very uncomfortable, it's like biting down on tinfoil while, like, scratching a chalkboard. Like, it's the <laughs> worst feeling in the world. And it's to the point where, like, you know the little Pete, the, the little doughboy, the Pillsbury, oh, where yeah. they, like, think they're cute by poking, po- poking his belly? I have to look away. It's so, <laughs> wow. like, viscerally like, painful and gross to me. Huh. So the whole idea of, like, uh, a shrimp robot, oh, yeah, I mean yeah. it's creepy. It is creepy. It's just, it's deliberately creepy. Yeah, uh, and I totally forgot about his like crazy closed mouth. Oh moment. yeah, there's a lot of weird like body stuff that yeah. I just forgot about. Me too. Like, with the, I mean, I remember that he was like plugged into the Matrix system or whatever, but I forgot about the part with like they like remove all the little like plugs yeah. that are in mm. his arm and. Um, then they always have that huge one in the back of their head. Yeah, which I yeah. feel like is. Begging for infection. <laughs> well, that's true. I'm sure they like. I'm sure they swab it when you. you know, keep it clean. Yeah, like before I'm they sure go it's to bed. Antiseptic goo. Before they go to bed. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, but when, that's true. Once we're in... freed from the matrix. But it's oh. probably like it's probably uh, like super world. antibacterial material, right? It's the uh, future. Although that's an interesting thing because, like, wouldn't you be susceptible to viruses, or would viruses be gone? Like computer viruses or no, real like viruses? No, real viruses. Yeah, like no one... Because you have no antibodies. Well, but they've got... Maybe if you get the common cold in the Matrix, yeah. you get the cold <laughs> in the real world? I don't know. Right? Oh. If they, if only they had cut to Joe Pepperoni in the real world and he sneezed in the Matrix so we could yeah. see if he sneezed in the real world. Yeah. Oh, that's true. But then those life forms don't exist in the real world like that cat so the cat that is a glitch in the matrix yeah. there's no corollary cat in the real world no right, right. no that's is a fake a cat goo farm with cat no, no it's only everything's people. dead there's no animal it's no incredibly depressing everything's dead but people have cats in the matrix right well yeah but yeah. those are computer Digital program cats, cats. they're, they're like uh cats. what are those called they're tamagotchis tamagotchis yeah <laughs> yeah they're really advanced tamagotchis yeah which is pretty sweet. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, I one thing I thought before and remembered and thought again was why humans? Mm, like why, why not, cows? not cows? Yeah, or right. whales? Or there's got to be some animal that produces more heat and bioelectricity per volume sure. than humans. Maybe in the process of like destroying the entire ecosystem of the planet. 
we ended up killing most of the other organic life. Oh, oh right, because Fair. we blocked out the sun. Yeah. 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 So maybe it was sort of our own fault. And also, I feel like with Agent Smith, you kind of get the sense that like the machines were just kind of dicks. And we're just mm-hmm. like, well, screw it. We're just going to ironically turn you into our power source. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's sort of like the AI colony, like, learned... Maximum disrespect. Like, <laughs> disrespect and irony. Yeah. And just, like, wanted to... They basically, you know what it was? is because humans were, like, Neo in that uh, uh, interrogation room. was like, why don't I give you the finger yeah. and I got my phone call? Like, that was the entire war between man and machine. <laughs> and that was the equivalent of the machines coming back. It's like, yeah, well, how's this for a finger? Yeah. And then they plug them into the goo bath. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, so, speaking of the agents, mm-hmm. I wrote down fish lazy lip. To try to encapsulate the way that the agent talks. Oh, agent oh. Smith. Agent, kind of, yeah. Uh, I, when, when I was a kid, I was like, I love this. I love how weird this guy is. But yeah. now that I know, well, now that the world knows who Hugo Weaving is, <laughs> yeah. I realize, like, oh, he's trying really hard to not have an Australian accent. That's why he's talking <laughs> like that. Is that what's yeah. happening? Yeah. Oh. Mr. I mean, I'm sure part Anderson. of it was like a deliberate choice, but it was also clearly like, I am enunciating a lot to sound like I am in America. Yeah. Yeah, there must have been some choice there, too. Oh, to like, for sure. Yeah. Well, I really like that I choice. love I that character. It's and it's reflected in Mr. Anderson's boss, who talks the same way. He was like almost a weird, like almost Hugo mm-hmm. Weaving. That actually threw me off for a second. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Okay. His Mr. boss, his boss, yeah, yeah. boss. He's yeah. drawing a, a parallel between uh, the Matrix and corporate America. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Suck it, Mitt Romney. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's an intentional parallel. They both like yeah. talk yeah. about having two choices. Right. Yeah. Choices. Yeah. Can we talk about this? This yeah. whole movie is a computer program with if-then statements. Right. Uh, he has a choice so many times, and he has to actively choose. There are at least five major oh. choices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Choice a lot, yeah. Probably, and then also about how fate is bullshit, right? And making choices is kind of the opposite of fate, like, sort of, sort of, right? I guess. But then fate's not bullshit because having two choices, yeah. Is what I mean. Like if it was fate, yeah, you wouldn't actually have any choices, right? Mm-hmm. But then fate happened at the end and saved him because she was fated to fall in love with the one, and she oh, did. Yeah. Well, but the oracle says uh, when he knocks over the um, the vase. <sighs> She says, now, to really blow your mind, would you have knocked it over if I hadn't said anything at all? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I feel so like I think they, that's a little yeah. um, extra thing yeah. to think about. And I just want to say her exact phrase was, cook your noodle. Yeah. Yes. That was great. That was great. Oh, she was okay. great. She died before the next movies, and they had to replace her. Oh. That's true. Uh, do, they, do they explicitly make the point in this movie that she tells you what you need to hear? And yes. not the actual truth? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think Morpheus. anyone says it out loud, do they? Yeah, yeah, Morpheus. I thought they were pretty Morpheus explicit. Like, yeah. I guess Morpheus says, like, it's for she, you alone. No, but later he's like, she told you what you needed to hear. Yeah, because it's like, she tells him he's not the one. Right. Mm-hmm. But really, he is. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but she tells him that. But he has to figure that out on his own. And so he has to choose, choose to be the one. Sacrifice himself. Mm-hmm. Yes, and yeah. choose... To remember that there is no spoon or bullets, yeah. which is why his heart can get restarted. That's true. Mm-hmm. After dying. Well, love's first true love kiss <laughs> restarts his heart. Sure it does. He uses computer magic <laughs> to stop bullets. Uh, speaking of computer magic, yeah. 
I was uh, delighted that the special effects did not seem that dated. Right. Like, it definitely looked like it was filmed earlier than now. Like, just in terms of, like, the quality of the picture. Yeah. And, like, the cameras they used. But in terms of, like, the crazy shit they thought up, it was still super fun to watch. Yeah. Everything looked good, I thought. It wasn't like watching Ghostbusters again. Sure. There's just, like, it looks like someone's just drawing static yeah. on the screen. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all the, like, squid dudes, it all looked legit. Pretty good. Except that door blowing off. That always gets me. Um, <laughs> the door? I thought, the, the one that I thought looked the worst was when he, um, jumps inside the agent and breaks them apart. Mm. And he, like, breaks into, like, glowing green pieces. Right. Which, to me, just seemed... A little... A little... Uh, on the nose. On the nose. Yeah. Maybe they'd used all their money at that point. Yeah, like, and there goes $80 million. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, and I think uh, it's that column scene when they first go into the bank, and there's a lot of exploding dust. Yeah, that cost a lot of money. Cost a lot of money, but that actually—I was thinking—if you were to make it now, whether they would bother with all that, if it would all just be mm, James Cameron thing. wouldn't. Mm. Uh, yeah. David Fincher might. It would be a style Christopher Nolan choice. would. Uh, we're gonna do all of them. No, all directors. <laughs> it's just like no, but like it is like it's like a whole thing now because now it's like some people are just like fuck yeah, blue screen cube all the way, yeah. and then other people are like no, give me some money so I can build a bunch of weird shit in this warehouse. <laughs> yeah, practical effects. It's a the, whole thing now. The choice. Oh, yeah. practical and computer. Well, effects. plus with all that dust, you get du- dust muscles. Oh my god, thank yeah. you for pointing that out. No one but me remembered dust muscles. I never even <laughs> noticed. I never noticed that until you pointed it out. But he's subway fighting Agent Smith. Yeah. Which is an awesome fight. <laughs> Guys, if, if you didn't know by now, this movie is awesome. awesome. And he like does his Bruce Lee flex thing yeah. before he fights and dust just like pops, pops off, off his muscles. biceps. It's amazing. Yeah. I never noticed that before. Yeah. Do you think that was a happy accident, or they were like, we need muscle dust? <laughs> like, do you think that just worked out, and they were like, holy shit, this is great? Uh, Maybe. I think ooh. if they noticed it, then they were like, oh, we need more dust. Maybe. Maybe, like, when they first started doing the scene, and they were hitting each other, they mm-hmm. noticed how much the dust was flying off, and they're like, this is awesome. We need to put more dust yeah. on him. Or Keanu's just like, whoa, it's dusty. <laughs> Guys, whoa. what if I put dust on my biceps? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, and then I kung fu the dust. Whoa. I love Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I have no shame. <laughs> he's great in this movie. He really is. As like just sort of like a blank slate. Yes. Yes. I think his like yes. wooden acting style fits this because he stands in for the everyman. And he's yeah. so confused half the time, which yeah. totally makes sense because yeah. his entire reality is being shattered. Yeah. Um... But he had some interesting line readings. Maybe definitely. that's why I don't buy the love story at all. Because you need some amount of passion. Right. <laughs> uh, and he just, his wooden lips. Well, carry well I, that's what, like, I, I don't understand why she's in love with him. Other than that, like, she is, like, an amazing woman just pities him. Because <laughs> 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 she's, there's no reason that she should love him. Let me present, they don't even talk to each other. Can I present really. this to you? Yes. Well, first of all, we don't know how much time passed while they were science acupuncturing Ooh. him to make his muscles work again. That's true, but kind of. Because the beginning date is in 1998 at the, when the first code comes up. Okay. And the... Second date is in 1999, so it's one year. They could have talked to each other. In the Matrix. We don't know if time's the same in outside the Matrix. Good point. Good point. Let me present this to you. Okay. Tank and Dozer, 
you know, I'm sure they've got some peep, some girls back home or men or whatever. You know what I mean? Tate like they're definitely goes both, both <laughs> right? Because <laughs> those two are both like healthy, sexually active men. Because one, they're not afraid of sex because that's where they came from. They came yeah. from sex, exactly. So it's not a mysterious, terrifying thing to them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're out. You got Morpheus, father figure. No way. Yeah. Then you got Joe Pepperoni, and there was clearly some history there. Yeah. Because Joe Pepperoni had a thing for her. He wants in on that trinity. He wants to be... <laughs> in on that trim. The, yeah, in on that trim. He wants to make the, the quadrilateral. No. With his no, point. please. No. No. Make, no. No. Go ahead. He wants to overlap, make it a star David by overlapping him. No! On top. Wow. No. He wants no. to... No. My point is, Keanu Reeves was probably the most attainable slash attractive man on that show. But does she love him? Yeah, that's an argument for like, okay, I'll bang you. Yeah. Because I want to bang, and you're <laughs> right. the least gross. Because <laughs> she's a vibrant woman with a healthy sexual appetite. She doesn't care. No. But yeah, being in love, he's just, he's just sort of there. Look, let's just remember that this is a movie, <laughs> and that you could make this argument about the last ten minutes of most movies where they're like, oh, we're in love. At least with this one, she was like, a magic woman in an apartment told me I'm in love. Instead of the movies from the last 60 years, it was like, oh, I guess we'll get married now, even though you were a total monster to me for 90 minutes. And then they do the iris and it's over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I agree. Like, it doesn't, it's not believable. Like, actually, as soon as we started watching the movie and they, like, met, I was like, oh, yeah. They don't really do that much for her to suddenly be in love with him. I do want to see the like all the other scenes, the romantic comedy version of this. <laughs> right. None of the action. It's just them like hanging out like, on the ship, like having like misconnections on the ship, like <laughs> bumping into each other. Oh, I'm so. Oh, yeah. I spilled weird snot egg goo all over yeah, me. Yeah, they have a, a cute dinner date where they eat the weird amino acids. Right. If, if it were uh, a rom com, be very easy to switch it into one because there's that really powerful scene where you think he's about to be killed, and she says. But he can't die. Right. He's the one. And all you have to insert is, and I'm turning 30. Yeah. And it is immediately Bridget Jones. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. amazing. She's and then, desperate. And then Joe, panting Pro-V, <laughs> is hiding in the corner, poking his head around one of those tubes. Yeah. Grumbling to himself. <laughs> I did not remember when he, when Joe P's ultimate trail comes yeah. to fruition Ooh. he starts zapping tank and dozer with electro guns yeah i totally forgot that there was then him like monologuing for five minutes and being like <gasps> super creepy to trinity's yeah he's matrix like, coma body up on her real world body Ooh. just oh, like breathing real on gross. her face so as an actress yes the amount of discipline and control to remain totally impassive while his mustache like, can we talk about that facial hair? Can we talk about that facial hair? That was it's incredible. Like a soul pa- it's like an exaggerated soul patch. Yeah. That's what I was trying to figure out. Was it was it a soul patch grown long, or was it a vertical line of facial hair <laughs> coming out from the lip to the chin that then dangled? You know what I mean? Oh. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, could he lift it up and touch oh. his nose? No. Or was it a line of hair? It was, like part, it was part goatee. Okay. I think it was like, take a Hitler mustache, yeah. <laughs> rotate it 90 degrees, and move it down below the lip. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that is... But it was also long. Like, there was a oh. bit of it hooking down. It was so gross. Whenever they do him on profile, yeah. close up, and he'd start talking, and I was just, like, watching it, like, flit around. 
That was my belly button robot. <laughs> Joe P's facial hair. Weird. Who's an attractive man in other situations. Sure. Is he? Clearly, is he? I mean, I'm sure. Joe Pepperoni? He has to be much more attractive than that. Oh, well, sure. Sure, anyone to shave that off, you'd be like, ten Keanu times better. Keanu Reeves with that would look unattractive. I don't know about that. I bet he could pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing. He might have that kind of facial hair in another movie, actually. Mm-hmm. He probably does. It's a creeper movie. <laughs> Some creeper movie. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that I about this movie that I really like, and maybe other people wouldn't, I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of like lines. Like if you were gonna assemble a quote list, there's a lot to put on there. There's a lot mm-hmm. of like one line phrases yeah. in there. Like uh, at the beginning, where the cops like you could forget about that jurist my diction crap. Yeah, that always made me laugh. <laughs> And then he's like, we can handle one little girl. Mm. You don't understand. Your men are already dead. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of ones that just pop out. I sometimes, I am actually somewhat ashamed to admit how much I relate to part of Agent Smith's, like, not the part where, not the part that, like, a sophomore in college is obsessed with where he's like, humans are a virus and they're taking over. But the later part. Where he's like, I have to get out of here. I hate this place. I hate being surrounded by all of you. This is a prison. That monologue is exactly <laughs> how I feel every time I go to a mall. Uh, every sure time I walk in, I'm like, oh my god, I'm Agent Smith. Because <laughs> the whole time, I'm just like, fuck these people. I have to get out of here as quickly as I can. This, this disgusting mass of human garbage. You feel just walking around. Drones in their own mind prison. Oh, let me buy a candle. Ooh, the iPhone 7 has come out. Let me try it. Oh, does it bend? I don't care. $700. So you need the keys to blow up the mall or something? What I'm saying, guys, is that I'm... No, I'm just a misanthrope who loved this movie as a child, which is probably not surprising. Yeah. Like, yeah, black trench coats. Ugh! Dark night shot scenes with raves. Sunglasses all the time. We're running on walls. (laughs) Rage Against the Machine and Marilyn Manson. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's how music goes. I like uh, one thing I always like about future movies mm-hmm. is when the technology like both goes above and below where it should be. Yeah, like they can program their brains to know jujitsu or whatever, but they're still using like zip disks to mm-hmm. load it up onto the server. Right, yep. like they don't and just have flip phones. Yeah, they just don't have storage <laughs> yeah. somewhere. That they just access. Right. But it has to be in this, like, drawer full of little diskettes. Right. Although, I guess you could make an argument that the machines already own the clouds. Right. Maybe the safest. Maybe it's like Battlestar Galactica. They have to keep where it. Where it's safer. Right. Sure. I can, I can believe not in the cloud, but why don't they just have, like, a central server? Like yeah. a hard disk. Right. They would just double click. Yeah. They yeah. Just, on the, <laughs> yeah. Like, drop and drag. <laughs> into, sorry, yeah. They don't have to, like, shuffle through the right. thing and find the actual physical disk and pop it in. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I liked how... I always, I always like that, yeah, like the, you know, like everything, whenever they're in the Matrix, everything they have, all their accoutrements are like this super sleek, cool whatever, but because it was 1999, their like badass mobile phone <laughs> is still this like clunky, yeah, like basically it looks like a child's toy because it has sweet spring-loaded action. Yep. <laughs> the, the bottom pops out yeah. to access the keypad. Yeah. 
And I used to, I remember like kind of been this movie, you know, after I enjoyed the movie, but like after pop culture like consumed it. I remember thinking how I was like trying so hard to be cool with like the sunglasses and the all black and the trench coats. But then when I, when he first wakes up in the ship, like I'd forgotten how they dressed in the real world. And it's like, oh, well, if everyone is, if you had to wear like, like worn out gray thermals every day of your life, <laughs> yeah. of course, when you were in magic internet, you'd give yourself like sweet trench coats <laughs> and yeah. crazy sunglasses. Well, this looks oh. awesome when you roll along the walls. Yeah. Does, I would say like half the movie was shot in the reflection of somebody's sunglasses. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Usually Morpheus's. Yeah. Some rear view mirrors too. Yeah, a lot of reflections. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, because they are a reflection of their true selves oh. in the Matrix. Spooky. They're all gold. Haunted internet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, Maurice's glasses are called a pince-nez. A pince-nez? Well, yes. I knew... I meant, like a French word. Yeah. I just I meant like that specific... Are you pretending that you knew what that word was? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yes, I am pretending. Well, no, I'm not... Uh, <laughs> You already knew Pincenez? Yeah, but I'm sorry. I was saying then like... why did you not at least once make the joke, Joey Pincenez? Because I didn't think of it. <laughs> Fair enough. Duh. I meant, I was saying that those specific shaded spectacles, I think, that brand of glasses oh, are sure. named after this movie somehow. Because they right. like, oh. I think, designed them for the movie. I have, uh, I have so many facts today, you guys. Okay. Uh, there was something about like Ray-Ban and some other sunglasses company tried to like get the get in on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, they came in and they're like, "We'll make these super sweet sunglasses for you, like personalized for your characters." Yeah. And then they ended up winning the sponsorship or whatever. Yeah. Well, and I think I read that for Men in Black, it made, I don't know, however many millions of dollars in sales for the movie, mm-hmm. but the sales of Ray Bans were more. <laughs> that yeah. sunglasses yeah, did Black better than the better film. Better than the movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty crazy because that movie did well. It right? did yeah, very well. Yeah. I'll look up the numbers later. Please do. Me too. Uh, yeah, this movie had a pretty healthy uh, product placement. Not a ton. No. But Why like, did they cover up the name of the battery? They called it a copper top. Maybe yeah. Duracell. Was a big Duracell. Maybe they approached thing. Duracell and were like, "We don't want to be associated with the evil robots that enslave <laughs> humanity." Yeah. The batteries in this movie are slaves, right? Well, but I also wonder if uh, they didn't want to pay Duracell for use of it. Maybe. What were were there other? I can't even think of any other brands in there. FedEx. He gets the yep. FedEx package. Okay. Uh, the sweet spring-loaded cell phones were Nokia. Or Nokia phones. Uh, that group was... Uh, Anytime I see those pills, I think they're NyQuil. They do oh. look like NyQuil and DayQuil. Yeah. I think about that when I get NyQuil and DayQuil. You're like, yeah. this is the blue pill. Uh-oh. Is that is the blue pill NyQuil? Because yep. you keep yeah. sleeping? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. You guys. That's a major sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> they should have just called it that. You take the NyQuil. You keep... <laughs> Continue into your... Yeah. Well, sleeping in goo. Oh, never mind. No, go ahead. This is fascinating. Nope. You're obsessed with the goo. I am. It's just it's so gross. <laughs> So here's the conversation everybody probably had in 1999. Yep. Would you take the red pill or the blue pill? (laughs) I feel exhausted of that question. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I... I, I think let's recall 
our memories of having that conversation without actually having the conversation. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I, I'm sure I've talked about it. Uh, I feel I like if I pers- if if it were presented in that exact same scenario, yeah. I feel like here is a strange, like eloquent, like well spoken man yeah. who is like intensely telling me to take this drug that I don't know what it is. Yeah. So I feel like my choice might be I'm going to go home now. Yeah, how about Please I, put your pills away. How about I don't take drugs from you? <laughs> or maybe I would say, how about I give you the finger yeah. and you drive me home, please? You give me my phone call. Because we're in a strange building. I'm strange... not familiar with where we are. <laughs> yeah. It's 1999. My Nokia phone does not have maps. No. Well, but they kind of hint that he doesn't have a life for a reason, right? Because right? Trinity has that whole speech in yeah. the club. Yeah. No, there's I know precedence. why you don't. Yeah. Which is a real club, by the way. Oh. All those people were actually at that club. Whoa. Did they know they were in the Matrix? I think so. Or were they just, wow. like, secretly they were filming? Told to, they were told to come in full costume. Yeah. yeah, Raven. That's where they saved money. That's how they got the money for all those columns they had to open. They just <laughs> got real ravers to yes. come? Uh, Beth, are there any other facts? Oh, I, had, know? I just looked up a lot of facts. That's, I didn't even watch the movie a second time. Yeah, that's facts. <laughs> Oh, this one I thought was interesting, but um, okay. So the other female character in the movie Switch, yeah, um, originally mm, like in this. the in the script was supposed to be um, a man mm. in uh, like the real world, and then a woman in the Matrix. Oh, so, which is why her name is Switch. Oh, but Warner Brothers typical decided to change that. Um, but I thought that was interesting. That would have been cool. That yeah. would have been so cool. Well, plus there's that moment where Switch dies, which yeah. is actually a very sad moment it when is. all these people are dying. And you would think in that moment that perhaps she and Trinity would exchange some words, not about a man. I know, they got so close. Oh, they yeah. got so they close. Got so that was close. our nearest miss on the back. Because she said, uh, she spoke to Trinity. Like, she was looking at Trinity when yeah. she was like, not like this. Not like, not like this. Yeah. And Trinity could have been like, I'm sorry, I love you. Yeah. Or something. Or just like Switch... Twitch no, Switch, yeah. no. <laughs> like anything. Switch, no. <laughs> I remember that actually really interested me because I remember like I actually had the thought watching the movie now as a uh, adult who's continued to live in society. Mm. I remember when that movie came out. I remember like thinking that that character was weird because she was so androgynous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just compared to every other. Person on like team hypersexualized, yeah, yep. and then but like she was so enjoyed. I remember like thinking that, like, oh, that she looks so different from everybody else, yeah, and she That's dressed what, in white instead of black. Yes, it said uh, that she she like originally just auditioned for the female role, mm. and then um, it but it was supposed to be like an, andro- an androgynous looking man and an androgynous yeah. looking woman. Um, that would have been really cool. In the, yeah. This is based off a comic, right? No. No? This is OG storytelling? This is OG Wachowski nut jobs. I'm sure they've been sued at some point in the last 15 years of somebody like, this was my idea, then you would... <laughs> they, they made a comic, sort of, because to pitch this movie, or at least maybe to get more money... They basically storyboarded half the movie and just like handed it to them. Oh. So they turned, they basically turned it into a comic, probably because it was easier to just draw it out than be like, and then she runs up the corner of the wall and kicks the cop in the face. Yeah. Right? And then she's like, dodge this. Right. Boom. Yeah. And then it, I guess it'd also be really hard to be like, and then he bends backwards and dodges bullets, but in a cool way you haven't <laughs> seen before. Yeah. Oh, uh, so it's like the. 
Polka? No, what? What? No, what's the thing with the bar? Oh, limbo. Limbo. Oh, it's like limbo. I have no idea what you were saying. Wow. I thought you were trying to say it's like the Matrix, and then you'd be like, "We can't say that because now you people say that all it's the time." Like the Matrix, everything's the Matrix. Yeah, pretty much anything. It's like I feel weird. It's the Matrix, or now it's like the Internet, the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> like anytime someone wants to make a comment about the Internet, yeah. it's either the Matrix, uh, the Skynet from Terminator movies, or blame Obama, or blame Obama, yeah. or if you like to be clever it's the, like the net starring sandra Bullock. oh we should watch that i've never seen it oh, oh, i bet it's super me. dated it is so fun yeah well maybe it's terrible <laughs> i sure do you terrible. have any more facts for us those are all the facts that i have did yeah. we make any bets this time or were you just telling us how awesome it was <laughs> it was supposed to be you said it was awesome. awesome i bet it was oh, awesome the name which i did oh uh, what was the guy's actual name did we talk about that oh one? yeah oh. It, the actual name is Pantoliano. 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 Hey, hey it's me, Joe hey. Pantoliano. Ah, you heard of this spaceship going under the ground? <laughs> I wanna be eternally gonna get married, so I'm gonna blast your tank of doors away with lightning. Hey, I'm a ghostbuster. I'm black. I'm not afraid of no. Because it looked like a. Forget. Yeah, afraid of no Morpheus? You think you're so smart? Not like Joe Pantoliano. Oh, this is something that this came up way more in the sequels. But like, it is to the credit of the Wachowskis. Like, good on them making a sci-fi movie where it wasn't just a bunch of white dudes in a spaceship. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was still very dude heavy. Yes, but but the dudes at least multicultural. were multicultural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there was like a Apoc was. Asian, maybe? I really think he was on General Hospital. He might have been Greek. I forgot to look it up. (laughs) You want to do a late bet? You guys both want to do a late bet where Epoch was both Greek and on General (laughs) Hospital? Yeah, that's our late bet. Uh, Like us on Mm -hmm. Facebook or follow us on Twitter to answer whether or not Epoch is Greek Greek or or and or or Asian and on General Hospital. All of those were indoors. Yes. Yeah. Oh, just like the major. Guys, <gasps> we're in the major. We have two choices. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but to answer your question, we made very few bets. The year, Bechdel test, yeah. butts, yep. and oh. Joe Pepperoni's name. <laughs> <laughs> we covered him. And Wait, also the hacker name. Have we actually said his name yet? Yeah. Pantoliano. Okay. We've well, just said. Spoke, did we say his name yet? Oh, I thought you just wanted us to say more stupid fake names. Oh. No? It's not Paste or Palomino. Hey, Joe Papadano. Joe Papa John. Hey, Papa John's better pizza, better Matrix. Yeah, so the nuance of the multiculturalism in Matrix Uh, was really good. Speaking of corporate sponsorships, did you guys see, like, Pretty recently in the past, there was a whole Kia ad campaign where Morpheus was just, like, very present as Morpheus. So in character? Drive this Kia. Yeah. No. It was Lawrence Fishburne as Morpheus selling Kias. Oh, right. Cause the, and then that, uh, that Cause dumb... Was maybe called the Morpheus Yeah, and then that dumb newscaster was interviewing Samuel L. Jackson and thought it was him. Oh! oh. Racism. Awkward. Oh, that has nothing to do with this movie. Wow. Or does it? Or does it? <laughs> Wow, cool. So, we, yeah. Trench coats? We know I loved this movie. So <laughs> I think uh, I bet originally four trench coats and two Ray-Ban sunglasses. Yes. 
You can confirm that? Yes. I wrote that down. <laughs> I think I might jack it up to a full five trench coats. Okay. Whoa. How many Ray-Bans? Uh, all of them. Five Ray-Bans. Five across the board. I think rewatching this, this might be one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> this might be a top five dance movies. Wow. There is not, except for that love scene at the end, I loved every moment of this movie. Sure. <laughs> Kung Fu is awesome. Kung Fu is awesome. Yeah. Good one, job. The one-liners uh, are still what's awesome. What's his name? Yeah, Wu Ping. Wu Ping. Yen Wu. Yeah. Right? When you ping? Oh, you wrote it down? When ping you? No, you didn't write it down. Oh. I did. I wrote down yeah. two of the three names. Oh, Molly. It was scrolling by really it's, fast. It's Wu Ping. Anyway, that guy's awesome. He's, He's awesome. done other movies, He's done other. and they're always, those. at least those parts are always great. Yeah. <laughs> the movies might be terrible, but. Yeah. I think my favorite fight move might be when he runs up that pole Neo does, mm-hmm. and he thinks he's going to kick ass, and then Morpheus just kicks him right in the side. And he's like, do you think that's area breathing? Matrix. Hey. Oh, yeah, that was intense. Yeah. All right, yeah. we'll stop talking about how much What about you, Beth? Um, I... What was... She started out with three. Mm-hmm. I'll probably keep it at three. But it, okay, <laughs> but if you hadn't been reading facts the whole time, what yeah. was your... <laughs> no, I, I, I enjoyed the movie. Uh, I don't think it's one of my favorite movies. Especially kung fu wise, I like some other ones better. Oh, oh the kung fu snob. No, well. no, just kidding. I'm not. But uh, I did enjoy. I did enjoy it. I just. I think that the reason that I didn't like it as much as I could have liked it is Keanu Reeves drives me nuts. Sure. Aww. He like doesn't. He just didn't say anything really in the beginning. It was like all like. Well then, what does this mean? Yeah. What about that's like you know it's a script. That's his job. But, yeah. Uh, it's a script, but. I just added more emotion into that question <laughs> yeah. than he did. Like his life, as he as life as he knows it, is being ripped from him. Yeah, like it's not at all what. He, but he threw up. Yeah, he threw That's up. That's how you know. He threw up. That's He's true. He's shutting his- down. Some people will explode. Right. In their minds Some people blown. will Al Pacino it. Al Pacino it. Yeah. <laughs> Some people. And he just is gonna kind of more catatonic. He's just like, okay, I'm okay with this. Whoa. <laughs> to be fair, I agree with you entirely. <laughs> but yes. to be fair, it was also I feel like his like I am accepting all this is the same as like the oh also I'm in love with you. It's just sort of like, alright, this movie is already ninety minutes long and we haven't even gotten to the sweet columns blowing up yet. <laughs> just he's fine, he gets it. Kung fu. But yes, I agree. Well, my vote is three trench coats. Three trench coats. How many Ray Ban sunglasses? <laughs> Um, well, at least 50% of it, because that's how much was shot in the reflection of sunglasses. Oh, right. Good. <laughs> Good choice. Me? Yes. Oh. Um, what did I say? Three. Three? Yep. All right. Uh, uh I think I'm going to, I'm going to agree, I'm going to bump it up to five trench coats. Yeah. Because it was, <laughs> because it was... I enjoyed it, like, way closer to as much as I enjoyed it as a kid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't, like... It wasn't diminished. As no, like, as I was watching, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is still, like, the same movie that I enjoyed. Like, there wasn't... There weren't as many points where I was like, oh, here's a flaw I ignored when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I think why, the reason I was so, uh, uh, like, it's, I don't know. The reason I expected 
to find flaws in it is I think I was just blurring all three movies together. Yeah. Mm. But this movie really doesn't have most of the problems of the other two. Like, I think I just assumed all three of them were all the same. But now my memory as a child apparently was correct. Mm-hmm. And the other two movies just sort of take a weird tonal shift and they just add a bunch of unnecessary bullshit that weighs down what is still pretty impressive kung fu yeah. and very impressive special effects. With a bunch of crap that didn't need to happen or definitely be said out loud. Yeah. Yeah, I felt that way. Especially going into the third movie. Yeah. Uh, I really felt, even walking in the door, I was like, I'm just going to this out of obligation. Right, because you've seen the second one. So and, and that and that one was so unsatisfying that I was like, well, maybe the third one will feel better. But, but I do feel like my memory of this movie has suffered under the weight of the, of the second and yeah, third. Yeah, me too. Um, because, yeah, watching this movie again, I originally gave it two trench coats, <laughs> which is pretty... And I was I was not that looking forward to seeing this movie because no. I assumed that I remembered <laughs> all the best parts. But I don't think that I did. I would give it four trench hey. coats. Oh. Uh, it still is missing one because... It, in truth, some of the kung fu was absolutely amazing, but the duration of the fight scenes and the shooting... Sure. Uh, also... Too short. Not to bring... <laughs> what? You wanted more kung fu? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, uh, you know, so... And I think the thing that really blew my mind was the first 30 seconds and realizing how much craftsmanship was actually in the script that I had right. never noticed before. Yes. And really appreciating that. This great. I feel like this movie has the... Or I guess the franchise suffers from, like, the M. Night Shyamalan phenomenon mm-hmm. where, like, Sixth Sense, everybody loved it. It was a tight script. It did exactly what it set out to do. People were like, this guy is great. Yeah. And then they were like, what else do you got? And then things started to take... He was like... Right. And so, like, this first movie, like... I mean, clearly they probably had some ideas of, like, oh, we could also maybe... If they... You know, I'm sure, like, in the back of their head they had some ideas for the next movie. Or if they got the chance to make another movie. But you can tell, like, this movie was very much like, here's the idea... Let's because that ending like is totally a satisfactory like the movie is over. It's complete. You will never see these characters again. It's fine, yeah. but they leave it open ended enough where they were like, sure, why not? And the next two, you can tell they were sort of like they had so much power now, mm. and it got to the, went to their heads, and they were just like, we can do anything. And the movies, I don't even remember how long the next two movies are. They have to be longer so than long. this one, right? So long. I don't know. They feel really long. Yeah. And, and yeah, and I think there is something. Well, and, and the problem for me is once Neo can fly, which I didn't remember happens at the very end of this movie, yeah. there is no point, especially Sorry. flying to your Rage Against the Machine. Once that happens, almost any other conflict is unbelievable. Right. Like, you don't know why he sticks around for a fight yeah. or why he does very much because he could just fly out of there yeah. and move on and, with his life, and which the, he eventually and, does. Right. And the end of this movie sets it up way more as if the move, the next movie is going to be like him tearing the Matrix down from the inside. Mm-hmm. Whereas the next movies mostly are, we're just going to walk around the Matrix some more. Also, there are more robots in the real world attacking us. So many machines. Yeah. Oh, every time I woke up, more machines. But to the, I mean, I will like I will give credit to the Wachowskis for the other two movies. Like when they are doing crazy shit in the Matrix, it's still pretty cool. But yeah. then there's 20 minutes of Neo talking to some old man in a cave about like <laughs> what it means to be alive or yeah. whatever the fuck it, it was. Probably just needs tightening up. Oh, it it's sure did. It's been a long did. time since I've seen two and three. I know. And I definitely mm-hmm. only saw them once. I might go watch them again. 
I you see, like I'm thinking that too. Oh, like no, I know don't. it's a bad <laughs> idea, but I'm so curious now because I enjoyed the first one no. so much. Don't still, choose the blue for him. Choice. but yeah, this happens with books too, right? Like totally. famous novelists, as they progress in their career, their books get longer and longer right. because editors don't feel like they can edit them yes. anymore. Yeah, and they're just like less just tight stories at all because they're just like I just like writing so like they don't even try as hard to like tighten the story because they don't have to prove themselves anymore it's like yeah you you made us a billion dollars right do whatever you want yes it'll still make us a billion dollars it doesn't matter if it's good or not I'm sure John Grisham is like this next story takes place in the south and has a lawyer like great approved (laughs) (laughs) but he's on vacation terrific well and like and like I said earlier like it's partially my fault as a consumer because like Mm -hmm. I said before like as soon as you say like there's internet kung fu I'm like okay good and in the next two movies they certainly still had internet kung fu happening yeah which is why that was what most of the trailers for the next two movies were about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to watch them. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Totes Recall. New episodes drop on the 15th of every month. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Totes Recall Pod. Subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. It helps more people find the show. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. For more information, check out noisepicnic.com slash totesrecall.